Okay, so I hope everyone's doing swell, fine, amazing, fantastic. Yes, thank you. Um, uh, yeah, I hope everyone's doing well, safe, happy, healthy, important things. Uh, important things that everyone should feel, right? It's kind of objective. Like, why wouldn't you want a fellow human to be happy? to be healthy uh, but the irony is that surprise surprise not everyone wants that no like something as objective as hey I want you to be happy is is not universally accepted universally accepted which is uh, which is interesting because something as objective as like a happy society should be promoted right or not maybe not promoted but it should be something that's generally uh you know uh, accepted by everyone like uh, world peace right i would say that it's fair to argue that everyone wants world peace but no <laughs> there are people in this world who disagree and think that no not everyone should be happy no there shouldn't be world peace and this is exactly why no one, no, it's gonna be almost impossible to achieve a world where everyone is happy. It's gonna be almost impossible, and that's why we have extreme views <laughs> as well. Um, there will always be reasons, right? I hope everyone's happy and healthy. No, I know everyone should be happy because some people don't deserve it. Okay, okay. What is the line then? What what humans do deserve it? Those who work hard and deserve to get where they are, or deserve to be where uh, they should be, or good people only. Okay, how do you gauge that? You know, you can forever ask. You know, but uh, you can think about it this way: if everyone is happy and healthy, there'll be z almost almost zero reason for them to you know be any any type of negative state there'll be zero reasons for these people to go out and seek some type of um con what's that word uh kind of like a balance right because everyone's happy exactly where they are if I'm happy, if I wake up in the morning and I have my bowl of cereal and I'm chilling and I'm happy, I wouldn't want to bother anyone. I'm in my own happy little bubble. Shouldn't that be the same for everyone? But no. If you're unhappy, some people express that in a very negative way, right? So that's why you have people who are maybe a bit more aggressive. Maybe they want to share their sadness with the world want others to be sad too. Or, yeah, and there could be so many reasons. But, yeah, you can argue that, no, not everyone deserves to be happy. Okay. So, yeah, there will always be an argument for something. But when you come up with extreme views on things, right? Especially these few years, there has been an influx of more extreme views. Or, like... Maybe not an influx, but people are definitely more bold to say what's on their mind um, compared to before. So before it's like, oh, I probably shouldn't say this. Uh, 
uh, hmm, you'll probably, you know, raise some suspicions. But nowadays, with on um, social media and everything, and our so-called free speech, everyone is just saying everything, no matter if it's, um, if no matter how insulting it may or may not be, you know. And that's interesting, because no matter what movement you try to come up with. There is always a counter movement. No matter what you try to do, people always try to shut you down. Right? So you had Black Lives Matter. What did people do? Not everyone, but what did some people who disagree with did? Oh, all lives matter. Of course. How about feminism? It's a progressive movement helping people, uh, helping women who couldn't uh, couldn't get to where they are, or like uh, say in the Middle East, there are a lot of uh, countries who doesn't even allow women to drive. There was recently uh, a rule that came out saying that women aren't even allowed to get on a plane without supervision of a man. You can't tell me that that is is not uh, sexist. You know, maybe people argue in a scope of America or like wherever they're from. Like, no, I don't see sexism in my country and I don't believe women are oppressed. Okay, but in a scope of the whole world. And for me, I grew up with like, like I grew up in Malaysia. I I have one half, my parents, uh, one half is Chinese and one half is Dutch. And obviously the Dutch side is always more progressive. Like no one ever looked down on anyone for being a woman. Um, there are some underlying preconditional stigmas. That's uh, for sure. But it's a lot less than the Asian side or the Chinese side because they're the tr- their generals are very strong. And for sure, 100% that there is a discrepancy and there is an unevenness. And I grew up having these both ideals in my head, and I can clearly, clearly see that it's it's also a cultural thing. Definitely not as prevalent as in the uh, Western side, or I mean the so-called white side, or whatever you want to call it. Honestly, um, it's definitely a lot less uh, compared to in the Asian side, my mom's side. Uh, yeah, there was definitely a lot more stronger perception of gender roles um, and yeah if you argue that there isn't or I'm just being ridiculous then <laughs> you're not really opening your mind to anything because I firsthand saw both sides and it's very interesting and that's why I'm very grateful to have grown up the way I did because I kind of see both sides and a lot of people who make these arguments that they don't really see a difference it's either you've been very lucky and your people have been treated very fairly and that's fantastic honestly that's great or you just refuse to open your mind out to any other parts of the world other than where you live in it's like one or the other or maybe there are other reasons i don't know everyone's different and there could be a million reasons but these are two that comes to my mind but yeah so you have black lives matter and then obviously people counter that with all lives matter and then you have feminism which is countered by Meninist? I don't know. There's this Twitter account that's basically a male version of feminism saying, like, men needs their rights back. Like, calm down, sir. (laughs) Oh, man. And then you have pro-choice and pro-life, of course. Um, uh, But this is more of a, you know, 
debate anything but we can talk about let's say for example feminism and menism whatever men's rights sure uh there's a subreddit called men's rights and instead of like i think a lot of people when they look at something like this they're like oh my gosh look men's rights um they either do two things right they either like let me see what these these people are talking about these nonsense and they go into it or they're like oh just another one of those accounts refusing to help women's and their rights and then just ignores it right i clicked into it i want to see what exactly were the rights that they were so concerned about and actually i found that it was not that bad there's some things that are clearly a bit much but there were some things that are reasonable actually these men's rights uh reddit um there there were all sorts of questions uh like one of the first ones is like name some laws in your country that benefit women at the expense of men and some of these do make sense like yeah you are trying to give women more rights but then again you give them like even more than the average then that in itself it becomes sexist right uh maybe you can argue that yeah you know what women's been uh, oppressed for so long we deserve more rights then it becomes unequal because if you let this happen a hundred years from now when it's a norm for women to have more rights there will be an influx of men fighting for their rights and then there's going to be a whole men rights movement a hundred years from now like you feminism is looking for equality the true meaning of feminism right not modern day feminism or whatever other feminism that you have in your mind that may have a negative perception true feminism or true equality is looking at an even playing field an even table every man slash woman slash whoever even race you know whoever should get that job because of their skill level nothing to do with their how they look like or what gender they may be or what orientation they may have that should be true equality but of course again you can argue yeah what if a typical white male will have an average chance of getting that job more because they were given more opportunities from a young age entering school okay so that's your argument so it's no longer equal to have someone apply for a job and have uh, uh, and have that be equal because even before applying for a job you're already at a disadvantage okay then let's look into what's a step before work normally right is college or university we can look at acceptance rates and why people are accepted right and if you happen to find a university or a college who are very very much accepting one race or color or gender at a significantly higher rate than another yes either two things either that pl place which i really doubt so yeah either that place really truly do have let's say for example more white males that have a better cv or have a better motivation letter or whatever it takes to enter that university and that's why there's a lot more of that there or the admissions board is i don't know sexist racist you know uh, there could always be a million reasons why right but also it's a culture thing like if you want to take out school uh and your argument is no 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 yeah like even if we were given equal chances to enter school even when we were young 
uh, girls were already taught to take a step back and and not pursue study so much because they should be at home cooking. So the drive as a whole was already at a significant lower rate than uh, men, right? Because you, no matter what argument you put out, there will always be a counter. Always. There will always be a counter, you know? And to some extent, it's unfortunately true. Like, not all of them, of course, but to some extent, uh, some of it is true. Like, to change an ideology of a whole generation of people, it's going to be very hard because that's the ideology that they grew up with. And... If, and if you argue, if they just grew up otherwise, then they would think otherwise. That means you have to start from education of children, right? So, but to <clears throat> convince someone to change the education of children, you have to convince them of the, your ideology. And if your ideology is opposing to one another, then it's going to be difficult. To change a whole ideology of a whole generation takes changing a whole ideology of the generation that you have right now as in the population that you have right now which is at the age of making laws right because whatever these people believe in they're going to be the one applying the education to kids and then these kids are going to carry on you know but yeah if you have if you want to change the ideology of a society you kind of have to start from kids because these kids will grow up to be politicians later on but yeah it's just interesting to think about because it changes everything. I do think culture has a massive, massive role in, in a lot of these things. I watched uh, really quickly a debate on race the other day. Um, and it was Ben Shapiro versus some of the other black activists. And they were asked, like, do you think like black people are disadvantaged in our society? And he said, no, it has nothing to do with uh, that, but it has to do with culture. And everyone was like, boo, you know, like, obviously, because he doesn't believe that black people are disadvantaged. Um, maybe he doesn't believe that it functions at a level of society, but 100%, it does have to do with culture. Because if your argument is that the way they view black people is um, bad or whatever, it does 100% have to do with culture and your innate thoughts and your stigmas that you have. And also, of course, your everyday things, you know. Um... Yeah, and I don't think we should shut someone down just because they identify as a certain thing. Because if, let's say, Ben Shapiro was not the one speaking and it's some random person, or better yet, if we just covered him up and changed his voice, or like put uh, like a voice changing microphone, people are not going to shut him up that quick. They're going to actually listen to what he, uh, this person has to say because they have zero preconditioned thoughts of this person yet. Maybe from his answer, they'll shut him up real fast but they'll definitely give him a chance to talk a lot more than they would before actually knowing how he looks like and that's the same goes for many many other things you know just because someone identifies as a certain thing or like identifies a republican liberal conservative whatever the hell you identify with people already have a preconditioned stigma and put you to that and it's going to make it hard for anyone to argue but yeah, back to the uh, men's rights thing. Um, there was a question that was posted in this Reddit. Um, Names I'm lost in your country benefit women at the expense of men. 
And one of the answers were, in my country, the left line of the motor bus is reserved for women. So men cannot sit there. Uh, now you might think that the right row is for men, but it's not. It's a general row, which means women can sit wherever they want. Even if a man sits on the right line, women will ask us to stand up. <sighs> okay. <sighs> the reason why they would want the so-called right left row to be reserved for women, I assume is maybe because it's closer to the bus itself or like the front row so that the bus driver or someone can keep a closer eye on them so that they will be safer. That's the idea behind it, right? But they would not need to feel safer if men or whoever the hell else uh, poses a threat to begin with. This would not be necessary if they would not pose a threat. So in an ideal world where... Uh, you know, uh, whoever, when I guess mostly in this case men, uh, do not go out and assault and randomly touch women, uh, then this would not be an issue, right? Like, uh, yeah, I do think in an ideal world where no men would go would do this and inappropriately touch a woman or women to men. It goes both ways. Yeah, you don't want men to touch you as a woman. You don't go out touching men. You know, it's the same thing. In an ideal world where this is not a norm and you don't go out touching people and people don't go out touching you, then this, this to have this law would be sexist then. Because what would be the reason that the role of seats would be reserved for women? There would be zero reason. But, unfortunately, in some places, I do not know what country this person is referring to, um, but, unfortunately, in some countries... Uh, 100% men are creepier. Like, you can say no all you want. I grew up in Malaysia, and this is 100% a common thing. I used to walk to work, and I'll have to walk in, a, in the sidelines of a highway, get across of it, and get to a shopping mall where within it, I worked at a gym in there. And so many, so many, so many times, there were lorry drivers, truck drivers, would just honk, and then open your window, and then do kissy faces, and then, like, wink, or, like, followed me very closely with their cars, you know? And you can argue not all men do this, but the problem is that some men do it. And until this stops, there needs to be some level of safety. And if you're saying like, no, 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 like, like not all men do this, you know, you can't just, yeah, well, if this doesn't happen, this wouldn't be an issue. You know, you need to like, at least have some type of acknowledgement that this is happening. And it goes both ways. For anything. If, if we're in a different universe and women are doing this to men, then for sure it's not appropriate either. It, I don't really care, you know, if, if it's uh, like a whole women and men thing. Like if it's in another universe and it's the men that's the one that's, that's being, you know, assaulted and like being scared to walk late at night, then 100% I'll advocate for that. But unfortunately, in this world we live in, and when I say advocate for that, I mean like advocate for their rights. Like, unfortunately, we're living in a world where this is more prevalent for women, for women to feel unsafe at night. You know, 
and to feel unsafe in all these situations you can argue all you want yeah there's no gender pay gap you can there's no this there's no that but you can't argue that women do feel unsafe in some situations some situations are exaggerated i've seen some cringy ass freaking tiktoks they are like the men is not even doing anything if anything they're being kind and a woman's like really going like oh my gosh what are you doing like there are always going to be extremes and there is no point coming to me and showing like, see, this woman's overreacting. Yeah, it's one woman versus hundreds out there who are scared every night, you know, just to walk home from work. And if your argument to that is like, why is she walking home from work at 10 p.m.? Why do you care? Someone should be able to walk in the streets of their free country, of their country that's not in war or not in any type of like bad situation i don't freaking know someone should be able to walk on the street and not feel like they're they're being questioned like why are you finishing work at 10 and walking home yeah i used to finish work at 12 15 in the in um at night uh, well morning i guess 12 15 a.m and uh, by the time i locked up the gym and walked home i would be walking home at 12 30 and it can be very dangerous because people start following you and stuff and you need to go to a point where you have um, some type of protection on you, you know, like, I used to just hold my keys in my hand in case they do jump me in the back, and that's not something anyone should feel, if a man feels like that walking home, 100%, then we will talk to you about it, right, and we would say, or at least I would be like, okay, what makes you feel unsafe, okay, let's make changes to make sure this doesn't happen, you know, this is something that's actively happening, so, yeah, it goes both ways. Like I said, if this is another world where men are being scared, 100%. I would, like, uh, uh, advocate for, like, yeah, men should have more, or should, men should feel safe. It's the same thing for women right now. So if you're saying, like, and th so this is on the men's rights subreddit. It's fair. It's a fair argument. But the problem is that in this world, unfortunately, right now, this is... A thing that's happening for women right they are being stared at they are being stalked um, not in every situation but there are definitely some situations and depending on what country you go to as well so I un uh, I understand their concerns but you also need to understand the reasons for this we're not just giving women more seats because for fun but because unfortunately in some places maybe not all places but in some places they need that and if you're someone who's never traveled to a different country and always felt safe and always felt like this isn't necessary and that's why you're not agreeing with me, then honestly, good for you. Because your country is very freaking safe and wherever you live must be really safe then. Because growing up in the place that I grew up in, they are definitely not very safe places. And that's just very unfortunate. Um, yeah. And obviously, I didn't look like a typical Malaysian as well, which only attracted more people. Which was very unfortunate. And honestly, like I said before, if your argument is, why are you walking late at home? Like, that shouldn't even be an argument. You know, someone should be able to walk home at any hour they want. Like, that's not a fair argument at all. You know? If someone got robbed in the middle of the street, you know, at like 3am or something. If a guy got robbed... The chances of you asking him why are you walking at 3 a.m. at night is lower. Or if you say no, it's not lower, then 
okay, then we should still also deal with robbers then. Like, this is not only a sexist thing, right? This is also like if a guy gets jumped or stalked at 3 a.m., then we should 100% start doing something about thieves and robbers at night. You know, if you want to take out the argument of sexism, sure. Let's talk about, like, being unsafe to walk at night. Same thing. It's not just rights, per se, for women and men, but also just making a healthy society where maybe these people wouldn't have to steal. Or maybe these people who are stealing have mental health issues that need that need solving. You know, there's so many ways to look at it. Um, but, yeah. Anyways, this is just one thing, of course. Um, in the next few episodes, or actually in the next episode, we're going to talk about freedom of speech, and that's going to be real fun. Um, yeah. Anyways, if you have some type of rebuttal or an objection to something I said, you can 100% reach out and make a comment or send me a DM on Instagram or something. And I think it'd be really interesting because I always like having uh, progressive arguments with people. If you start yelling and setting like <laughs> things in all caps, then you're not really just helping anyone. And you're just... Yeah, you're not helping anyone. So <laughs> if you have a valid like objection and like a good argument or a response to some what I just said, then please feel free, reach out. I think it's going to be really cool. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, go and be happy and be kind and yeah, peace out.